Welcome to episode 34 of the Becoming MindStrong podcast. And today we're tackling what can be a really big stumbling block for a lot of people as they start on this journey to start eating healthier. And that's what to do about sugar cravings. Spoiler alert, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised that the advice I have for you is different than what you might expect from a health and fitness coach. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming MindStrong, the official podcast of MindStrong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of MindStrong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more raps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. So when people come to me and they say, you know, I want to start eating healthier, I'm starting to track my food, I'm starting to get into this macro life, but sugar is my stumbling block. This is a super common thing that I hear. It's something that a lot of people struggle with. The first thing we need to understand is this. Sugar is a carb. If you look at the nutrition label of any food out there, on the back, sugar is always listed under carbs. Because when we track our food, if you're new to tracking macros, go check out the earlier podcast episodes so that makes more sense. But when we're tracking our food and tracking macros, we have to first and foremost understand that we're going to treat sugar just like any other carb. Now, in the past, we've talked about the fact that we don't use labels like good food, bad food, right? We use labels like nutritious food and less nutritious food. Sugar, when we're talking about processed sugar, donuts, fruity pebbles, all that stuff is a less nutritious food. There are not a lot of vitamins and minerals in that kind of sugary food. And it's tracked just like a carb. Now, if we're going to make a comparison of a nutritious carb, such as sweet potatoes and a less nutritious carb, such as fruity pebbles, that becomes kind of common sense, right? Which one is going to be better from a health perspective? Which one is going to give you more of those vitamins and minerals? This is where we have to keep referring back to that idea of nutritious eating versus good food, bad food. Because at the end of the day, if you're tracking macros, if you're tracking your carbs, they're both carbs. They're both going in that app the exact same way. But one obviously is going to give us more nutritional value than the other. That's point one. Point two is this. In its natural state, if we could, you know, when your, your iPhone goes back to the factory settings, right? If we could go back to our factory settings, our natural state, the sugar that our body actually craves is fruit. In its most natural state, what our body is craving is fruit. The problem is, you know, somewhere along the line, we had a donut instead of a banana and our brains went, whoa, that released way more of those feel-good chemicals than that banana did. I want more of that. I want more of that. And it became almost an addiction. For some of us, it, it is an actual addiction. If you study the brain, the, the feel-good chemicals that are released when it comes to sugar are comparable to, to alcohol, to drugs, to other things that people turn to to feel good. So of course we crave it. Of course it feels like an addiction because our brain is reacting in the same way that it does if we were addicted to drugs, if we were addicted to alcohol. It's giving us that, that emotional state change that happens when our brain releases those feel-good chemicals. Now, here's our work, and here's what we're going to dig into today, and I'm going to give you the how-to. If we know that both of those statements are true, one, sugar is a carb. We're, we're going to track it just like every other carb when we track our macros. 
Two, what our body is actually craving is fruit. The problem is we've gotten into the habit of giving it the processed sugar that it now craves. Our work to do is to get ourselves back to our factory settings. And this is not all or nothing. It does not mean you are never going to have a bowl of Lucky Charms again in your life. But our work to do is to fill that sugar craving with fruit. Now, here's how we go about this. And if you've hung out with me before, this part won't be shocking because I am never a believer of all in, all out. When I see people on social media saying, here we go, day one of my 30-day cleanse, no sugar, my, in my head, my thought is, well, that's a terrible idea. And it's a terrible idea for, for multiple reasons. One, we already know how we feel about restriction. Restriction goes wildly against human nature. Saying I can't, I can't, I can't is never going to be sustainable long-term. Two, going on a, a 30 day or whatever it is, clean fest of never eating sugar. Yeah, you, you might break some of that habit, maybe. But the other thing you're doing when we put horse blinders on and say, I can't, I can't, I can't, is you're building up the tension around it, right? It's like what most of us have done on this weight loss journey so far of I can't eat carbs, I can't eat this, I can't eat that, I have to eat low fat. And then what happens? When we give ourselves an inch of room, we binge because we've been living in this state of restriction saying, I can't, I can't, I can't for so long that when we take one little toe in the water, we jump in full force. And it's the same thing here with sugar. If you're going on this 30 day cleanse and you're saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. At some point at the end of your cleanse, either day one afterwards, you're just going to go to town on some sugar. Or you're going to be like, you know what? I feel like I hit the refresh button. I'm doing pretty well. And then you're going to have one little bite of something. And then down the rabbit hole, you, you go again. I am never a fan of these all in all out diets when it comes to sugar, when it comes to anything else. Secondly, it's not necessary. The, the key to transitioning, the key to getting off the sugar addiction is not to cut out sugar altogether. What we want to do, I like to think of it like the trickle down effect, right? If you have a bucket of water, instead of pouring in more water, just going to do a drop at a time. You're barely going to notice that that bucket's filling up because it's just going a little bit at a time using this trickle down effect. So here's what I suggest. One, get out of the all in all out mindset. I will always say that first and foremost, because it is so wired deep in us. You do not need to cut out all sugar. As a coach, I am telling you, I do not recommend you do that. Two, we're going to start making tiny little swaps. So if you are currently tracking macros, if you are currently keeping track of how many grams of carbs you eat in a day, start spending, because it's just like a financial budget, start spending a little bit of your carb grams each day on fruit. So if your normal day is, you know, at breakfast, you're having a bowl of Fruit Loops, and then at lunch, you have two cookies at dessert, and then in between lunch and dinner, you're having a cupcake, whatever it is, don't get rid of all of them. Keep your, your bowl of cereal in the morning. Keep your cupcake in the afternoon or whatever you're having in the afternoon, but pick one thing and swap it out with fruit. When you do it, celebrate yourself, right? That is always in injected into these conversations because the more we celebrate ourselves, the more our brain releases those feel-good chemicals, the more of a snowball down the hill effect we get because our body wants to feel good. So we make one small step. There's no shooting on ourselves. There's no whatever, just one thing. It's no big deal. I still had a cup. Nope. I did what I said I was going to do. I'm a freaking rock star. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. I'm going to do it again the next day. Maybe you do this for two, three days. Maybe you do it for a week. Then the next week or the next day, you make another swap. You know what? I think today I'm going to also switch out that cupcake for another piece of fruit. 
and we continue down this path. It does not mean that you're never going to eat processed sugar again. That's not the goal. But by using this trickle-down effect, by starting to weave fruit into our carb grams, what you're doing is you're naturally training your body to go back to those factory settings, to start craving the natural sugars of fruit. Last thing I want to say on this topic, fruit gets a bad rap, right? We've all heard the diets that say, you know, fruit, fruit is evil, fruit is the devil, fruit is the reason that we gain weight. And that is complete and utter bullshit, right? There are diets out there that say bacon is a-okay and bananas are off limits. Like just logically, does that make any kind of sense? But I want to explain why that is. When it comes to carbs, we have complex carbs and we have simple carbs, right? And this is where, again, we're going to go back to that conversation of nutritious eating versus less nutritious eating. It's not good and bad. Complex is not good. Simple is not bad. Complex is more nutritious. These are the foods like brown rice, sweet potatoes, those hearty complex carbs that have more vitamins and minerals. The theme of simple carbs is sugar. So that's where you get into things like maple syrup, donuts, fruity pebbles. Those are simple carbs. Fruit is technically a simple carb. However, it's also high in fiber. Vegetables are very high in fiber. Fruit is very high in fiber. So it's kind of straddling this line. It is a simple carb, but because it's high in fiber and because the sugar in there is natural sugar, it is not processed sugar. The sugar in fruit is not the same sugar in fruity pebbles, right? We can all logic our way through that one. So fruit kind of straddles the line between a nutritious food and then some people deem it non-nutritious and that's total bullshit. There are so many vitamins and minerals and fiber inside fruit. It is a nutritious food. It is not, it does not make us fat. The only thing that makes us fat is eating more calories and we burn it a day. But if we're going to label nutritious versus non-nutritious, put fruit in the nutritious category all day long. There's no best time of day to eat fruit. There are no fruits that are off limits. All this bullshit around fruit, let it go. <laughs> this is where we sing our song from Frozen. Let it go. Fruit is a very nutritious carb choice. It's what our body is naturally craving. And it is the perfect way to transition your body out of craving processed sugar and into craving the good stuff. For more help with nutrition, grab my free guide, Lose Weight While Still Eating Donuts, How to Never Diet Again, on my website, www.mindstrongfitness.com.